0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the sixth episode of Regulatory Radio Season 3. In the previous episodes, we have discussed diverse topics under the scope of the regulatory affairs and keep receiving a lot of love and support from our global audience. I'm Mohammed Wasi Akhtar.
1: Hi, I'm Esther Brown.
0: Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, on Regulatory Radio. In today's episode, we will be learning about the life cycle management of medicinal products from the inception to the post-approval stage within US FDA. I'm Mohamed Akhtar. I head the practice, pre-sales, and solutions here at Freya for the medicinal products regulatory affairs. I'm pleased to welcome our esteemed guest for the season, Esther Brown. She is a director at Freya with more than 20 years of business development experience in various strategic roles with more than six years as a commercial business partner in the life sciences industry. Esther is well-positioned to leverage Freya's global regulatory solutions, services, and technology innovations towards achieving client goals and requirements at Freya. Welcome back, Esther. How are you doing today?
1: Hello, Wasi. I'm doing great today. Thank you.
0: Any thoughts on the topic of discussion, Esther?
1: Well, the life cycle of a drug is quite different than any other commodity. As we already know how exhaustive the entire process can get, the same is necessary for the well-being of the patient population. Recently, a biologic has showcased its ability to cure cancer completely in a group of 24 patients. That massively illustrates the epitome of planning your life cycle in an elaborate manner. From the very inception of the cure to its demonstration in living physiology, these are very exciting times we live in, Wasi.
0: Agreed, Esther. And trust me, that just encourages our scientists and researchers to work towards improving the patient life. But how does the US FDA get involved in the life cycle management of a drug?
1: The allocation of specific tasks and objectives to niche committees make it possible to monitor the entire life cycle of the drugs. The Office of Lifecycle of Drug Products, a department under the Office of Pharmaceutical Quality, OPQ, under CEDAR, oversees the responsibility of delivering quality medicines to the population. OPQ's vision states that it is and maximally efficient, agile, flexible pharmaceutical manufacturing sector that reliably produces high-quality drugs without extensive regulatory oversight. Well, that's
0: quite a strong claim, Mr.
1: Well, the sub-authorities are quite diligent in ensuring that the vision of the department stays intact. The Office of New Drug Products, ONDP, and the Office of Lifecycle Drug Products work synchronously to negate any regulatory oversight. Their collective efforts are reflected in the Gadufa and Padufa amendments structured by these sub authorities as a supporting document to enter the pharmaceutical market in the USA.
0: While monitoring the quality of drug product is the primary objective of the Office of New Drug Products, what are the secondary responsibilities of the committee?
1: The sub contributes in an exhaustive manner by introducing cross-functional collaborations and much more. The Office of New Drug Products is involved in conducting team-based cross-office collaborative evaluation and assessment of IND and NDA submissions and active pharmaceutical ingredient API information supporting all new ANDAs performing an assessment of the biopharmaceutical information in INDs, NDAs, and ANDAs, and advanced pharmaceutical regulatory science and physiological-based pharmaceuticals modeling, conveying risk information recommendations on the provability of such products to appropriate stakeholders within the OND, Other offices within the OPQ and industry are responsible for the communication of product-specific residual risk identified in pre-marketing arena. Serving as a liaison between OPQ and OND, working in a collaborative manner with other OPQ offices to conduct application reviews and participating in inspections as needed. Modernizing pharmaceutical quality assessments and submission tools that support review and regulation of API and new drug product and facilitate knowledge management. Providing subject matter expertise in the development of policy and procedures governing the quality evaluation of API and new drug products.
0: Since the roles and responsibilities diversify across different functionalities, how does the sub-authority manage to bucket responsibilities specific to each role?
1: In streamlining the efforts by role and responsibilities, divisions report to the ONDP. The divisions are assigned specific roles to monitor various aspects of a drug like Division of Lifecycle API, Division of New Drug API, Division of New Drug Product 1, Division of New Drug Product 2, Division of New Drug Products 3, Divisions of Biopharmaceuticals and Environmental Assessment Team.
0: Got it. With such a niche focus, Esther, the department might be able to monitor every step involved in each process.
1: Indeed, Wassi. I'll be elaborating on the functionality of each division to help our listeners understand the differences between the roles and responsibilities of each division. The Division of Lifecycle API participates in team-based cross-office collaborative evaluation and assessment of API information supporting new ANDAs, NDAs, and ANDA supplements, and makes risk-informed recommendations on adequacy to support such submissions. Serves as a liaison to other offices within OPQ and will work collaboratively to conduct a review of applications and will participate in inspections as needed. Works collaboratively with the Division of New Drug API to ensure consistent review policies are applied to API information supporting INDs, NDAs, and ANDAs.
0: Well, the division certainly seems to work largely with cross-functional groups, but what about the division of New Drug API and the others?
1: The division of New Drug API, Division of New Drug Product 1, New Drug Product 2, New Drug Product 3, and the division of biopharmaceuticals work in collaboration with ONDP and OPQ to achieve their stated objectives with roles and responsibilities.
0: What about the Environmental Assessment Team of the FDA?
1: The Environmental Assessment Team's roles and responsibilities are summarized in the Manual of Policies and Procedures for the Review of Environmental Assessments, EAs, and claims of categorical exclusion in NDA, BLA, ANDAs, or supplements to these applications, and INDs. The manual also talks about the significant role of the regulatory reviewer involved in the assessment.
0: Got it. And what's the significance of the environment assessment team on the lifecycle management of drugs?
1: All submitted EAs are reviewed by an environmental reviewer. All claims of categorical exclusion are reviewed by a quality reviewer, except claims for the following application types, which are reviewed by an environmental reviewer. NDAs for new molecular entities, NDAs or NDA supplements to such applications for drugs with possible estrogenic, androgenic, and thyroid pathway activity that request a categorical exclusion at 21 CFR.
0: What else does a quality reviewer contribute in this process?
1: The quality reviewer contributes by reviewing claims of categorical exclusion for the following application types except as noted above, OINDs, OBLAs, and SBLAs, ONDAs and SNDAs, OANDAs, and SANDAs. O is for original and S is for supplemental. Requesting additional information from the applicant as needed to substantiate the claim of categorical exclusion, i.e. sales volumes, requesting the statement of no extraordinary circumstances if it is not included, document in the quality review, the acceptance of a claim of categorical exclusion, except for those reviewed by the environmental team and when requested by the environmental team, document in the DPQ review an acceptance of a claim of categorical exclusion, and include additional documentation or language as provided by the environmental reviewer. Since the nature of the functionality is so niche, there is a spectrum of role interconnectivity across the functions. Like speaking of the divisions, they are separate to carry out their operations in an efficient manner, but work in a synchronous manner to achieve a set goal.
0: Well, I agree, Esther. It is such a detailed process where the responsibility of each division cascades into the follow-up responsibility of the other.
1: Like each cog in a massive regulatory machine, the FDA.
0: Thank you for this insightful conversation, Esther. We covered generous anatomy of life cycle management of drugs in the US FDA.
1: It was a pleasure, Wasi.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. After an insightful conversation about drug lifecycle management, we look forward to introducing more regulatory topics to the U.S. market entry. Stay tuned on Regulatory Radio for all things regulatory. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening.